Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. And welcome to a special edition of Capital Connection. I'm Bob Price, and this is our year in review on Family Life. We're counting down the top stories from New York and Pennsylvania with the Capital Connection crew. Jason McGuire at New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms and Michael Gear at the Pennsylvania Family Institute. Well, gentlemen, welcome back to the program. Hard to believe it's a wrap on 20. 23 and uh, both of you like Santa Claus have prepared a list both naughty and nice what you consider to be the top five news stories from Albany and Harrisburg we're going to take a look back and at the end we're going to take a look forward to 2024 but Michael um, let's begin with you what in your opinion was the fifth biggest story in Pennsylvania this year well for this one Bob I'm going to toot our own horn a little bit uh, with the second win for us here at the U.S. Supreme Court in a case initiated by our Independence Law Center. It was a unanimous religious liberty victory for former postal worker Gerald Groff regarding his uh, Christian conviction to observe the Sabbath and uh, the significance and impact of this case will be seen for years to come with greater protection and religious freedom in the workplace, not only for Gerald Groff, but for all Christians and those of other faiths as well. Yeah, that was a big win this year. Jason, what did you have on your list as number five? Well, I I think I'm going to co-toot with my colleague from the Keystone State, and I'll just say that you may remember that there was the Concealed Carry Improvement Act that was passed by Governor Kathy Hochul here in Albany. Well, that would have actually hindered even houses of worship from having the ability to have their volunteer armed security teams. We ended up going to court over that, did not have to proceed very rapidly down that path, before the governor actually agreed to include language in the budget. And so churches once again had their right to protect themselves while in uh, worship services, again, that became especially relevant later in the year when the rise of anti-Semitism came to be. And even in synagogues, we saw that there were armed security details where shooting occurred in Albany. Gotcha. I had Rocky Rollout of Marijuana Incorporated as my fifth biggest story in New York this year. Uh, war on pro-life Pennsylvanians uh, in Pennsylvania. The Mark Houck trial in Philly. Shapiro's snitch line, among others, as my fifth biggest story of the year. All right, Jason, number four on your list in New York. Well, my number four was your last one. It was the marijuana rollout. Only in New York could it be that we see the state not only is messing up marijuana and hurting people across the state with a proliferation of it, but now even legal owners are being crushed by the fact that the state cannot get a handle on this. When it comes to gambling, we often talk about uh, the house always wins, but when it comes to the state being your drug dealer, even the state can't make money on marijuana. Yeah, I had New York's war on fossil fuels as my fourth biggest story, and in Pennsylvania, I had the university. University of Pennsylvania president resigning is my fourth biggest story. Michael Gear, what was your fourth biggest story? Well, I like what you just chose there, Bob, but for my number four, I'm going to go with the ongoing fight for truth and reality, which does play into what happened there at Penn. But specifically in terms of truth and reality, there is truly a distinction between male and female, and that is not just because a person declares themselves to identify as the opposite sex doesn't make it 
so. And there's no operation or drug that can change that fact. And that mm. fight is played out in so many ways. The transgender ideology promoted in schools and social media, girls' sports, for example. Pennsylvania has spent more than $20 million taxpayer dollars in so-called sex change surgeries on minor children since 2015. That's appalling, and it causes permanent, irreversible harm to those children. Yeah, and that, uh, the growing influence of the transgender movement, I call it a movement because it has become that. That, to me, was the third biggest story in both New York and Pennsylvania this year. But my opinion doesn't matter. Jason McGuire's opinion matters. What was your third biggest story of 2023, Jason? Well, I'm going to join you on that issue because we saw in New York again that the New York City Education Department put out guidance this year regarding transgender students. Really what it does is it eliminates the rights of parents in their children's lives. They are now co-parenting with the state of New York when it comes to children experiencing uh, so-called gender dysphoria and the issues that accompany that. That is an issue that is impacting every single student, every district across the state, and it will be a continuing fight in 2024. All right. If you're just joining us, this is our year in review edition of Capital Connection with Michael Gear at the Pennsylvania Family Institute and Jason McGuire of New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms. We're doing a walk down memory lane today, counting down the top five stories of the year. We have three down and two to go. And for number two in New York State. Jason, what did you have? Well, I had kind of an encompassing category of uh, the life issues. Not only were we successful in stopping uh, Governor Kathy Hochul's Out-of-State Abortions Act back during the budget process and throughout the legislative session, but we also saw that assisted suicide failed again in the state of New York. Knowing how blue this state is, knowing the makeup of our legislature is two-thirds Democratic supermajorities, that is something at the beginning of every session we hear will pass, assisted suicide legislation. And for eight years straight, we've been successful in blocking it. Pretty important to keep fighting that fight. I did also have life issues as number two on my list this year in New York. And Michael, I had as number two, the Dems take control of the state house. It was February 7th of this year when that house flipped and a lot of things changed as a result. So those were my second biggest stories from Albany and Harrisburg. But like I said before, my opinion doesn't count. Michael Gear, yours does. What was the second biggest story of 2023 in Pennsylvania? Well, I'm going to go with uh, Governor Shapiro's sinking profile nationally in his first year, and some of that has to do with the Democrats taking control of the House and doing a very poor job of that. But in many ways, uh, Governor Shapiro was seen as a quickly rising star right after his election in the Democratic Party nationally. But his big time and embarrassing about face on his school choice promise, uh, if you remember, he line item vetoed his own proposal and the inability to get a complete budget wrapped up in a timely way have deflated his prestige over this past year. We're not talking a Cuomo-level tumble yet, but there's still time. All right, guys. Well, here we are. Drum roll, please. We have made it to the top story of the year. Michael, let's go back to Harrisburg for this one. What did you have on your list as the most influential news event of the year in Pennsylvania? Well, I'm going to go in this case with the life issue, uh, with Pennsylvania now surrounded with the exception of West Virginia by states that have now legalized virtually unrestricted taxpayer-funded abortion right up until birth. And there are efforts by Democrats here in the Pennsylvania House and Governor Shapiro to bring that abortion extremism to our state. And if Democrats were to take control of the Senate here in Pennsylvania in 2024, we sadly could see that happen here. Uh, All right. Well, hey, one more to go. Uh, Jason, I know it's been a crazy year in New York. We say that every year. But 2023, in many ways, was unlike 
like any year we've witnessed uh, your choice as the top news story in New York this year. Well, I think honorable mention needs to go to the fact that New York State became the highest paid legislature in the entire nation. That should not be forgotten. We're now paying legislators 142000 a year for a part-time job. But the real story of the year that will crush us, I think, for years to come from budgetary perspective is the migrant crisis that has hit New York. Uh, we are seeing the migrant situation is just costing the state billions, and we're already billions in the hole. There's a lot to sort out in the coming new year. Yeah, I had that one also as my top story of the year. Uh, guys, we've looked back, but let's look ahead. We've got an important presidential election, of course, coming up next year. But I just want to spend a couple of minutes with you guys talking about what you think will be the news items to watch from a faith and family perspective. Michael, what are you keeping an eye on next year that our listeners need to be paying attention to? Well, a big fight in Pennsylvania in this coming year is going to be on the issue of marijuana. You know, we've seen uh, the bad rollout in New York. In Pennsylvania, we do not have legalized uh, recreational marijuana, but that is going to be the upcoming fight, probably starting as soon as the legislature is back and at work. Gotcha. And then, uh, Jason, you'll get the last word on this one. As you look out across the landscape, what do you think will be the stories we're talking about in 2024? Well, with everything coming to the November ballot, most of the will be spent on messaging around that on both sides of the aisle. We believe that on that ballot there will be this equal rights amendment, the so-called equality amendment, and that again will really virtually eliminate many parental rights in New York State. So that will be the battle to come. It will be an abortion and parental rights discussion really for uh, the entire year of 2024. All right, and guys, we just want to wish both of you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This will be our last program of the year. Uh, But before we go, you know, folks this time of year like to give and and uh, we just encourage you, if, if you would like to give to organizations that are making a huge difference, uh, consider uh, the Pennsylvania Family Institute and New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms. I'm not just saying that because they're on with us each week, but they're doing tremendous work in Albany and Harrisburg. If folks have questions about how they can give, Jason, where can they find you? at newyorkfamilies.org. And if you are considering making a year-end contribution, Michael, where can folks go and learn more? It would be pafamily.org. All right. Well, thank you both. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.